I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know what? A phenomenal amount of effort goes into making even the most terrible of movies. But regardless of whether or not a film is good or bad, filmmakers will endeavor to include sneaky hidden details for viewers to catch. And these can range from deviously sly references which make viewers reconsider the entire movie through a new lens, or simply just be playfully insignificant visual gags for attentive audience members to look out for. And that's what we're going to be covering today, so buckle up as we're going to get extra nerdy as we put on the magnifying glasses. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 unnecessary movie details that you need to know. Number 10. Batman's face is visible in the mirror. Possibly. Joker. Todd Phillips' is, 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 is Joker may be less a superhero movie more than a dramatic thriller that just happens to take place in the world of DC Comics, but that doesn't mean it's above including some visual easter eggs that nod to the wider franchise. So we all know that Batman doesn't physically appear in the film at all, but there is nevertheless a seemingly devilishly clever reference to the Dark Knight in the film's very first shot. As the camera dollies forward towards Arthur, who is sat in front of a mirror, there's a point at which the mirror creates a recognizable visage of Batman's iconic cowl. Two lights in the mirror are the distinctive white eyes, while a pillow hanging at the top of the mirror creates a split for the mask's distinctive ears. Now, fans have debated whether this was an intentional Easter egg or not ever since the movie's release, though the fact that it's become a viral sensation ultimately makes Phillips's intent, or not, beside the point. Given the Joker's obsession with Batman and the common inference in DC Comics that the two rivals are mirror images of one another, it's a rather fitting visual all the same. Number 9. There are five real skeletons hiding in Maria's wedding scene. The sound of music. Less up for debate than Batman's mirror cameo is the presence of five real skeletons in Maria von Trapp's wedding scene in The Sound of Music. The scene was filmed in Basilica St. Michael, which is in Austria, where the authentic altar plays host to five real skeletons, that of a monk and four so-called catacomb saints, Christians whose corpses were exhumed and dressed up to resemble saints. Because the whole dead bodies vibe was at odds with what the filmmakers were trying to achieve in the wedding scene, the decision was made to conceal the skeletons as best as possible, albeit without actually being able to move them. The set decorators ended up placing plant pots in front of the two most prominently featured saints, while a larger statue was placed in front of the monk's skeleton in the golden middle portion of the altar. And just like that, you now know that there are literal dead bodies on display in one of the most beloved musical films of all time. Who bloody knew, right? 
Number eight, Solomon Lane hyperventilates before going underwater. Mission Impossible Fallout. If you've seen the most recent Mission Impossible movie, and if you haven't, why not? Then you'll probably remember the scene where villain Solomon Lane is sprung from custody by Ethan Hunt and his team. It's an incredibly well-shot sequence where the convoy carrying Lane is knocked into water and the interior begins filling up with it, much to Lane's dismay. Now, Lane is ultimately rescued from drowning, though he first takes subtle prevention measures to give himself as much potential survival time as possible. You see, as the water approaches, if you look closely, you'll see Lane intentionally hyperventilating before taking a huge breath once the water reaches him. Now, this is an attempt to reduce the amount of carbon dioxide in the blood and give him a few precious extra seconds to remain conscious and affect his escape. In reality, purposeful hyperventilation is incredibly dangerous and can result in divers believing they're able to hold their breath for far longer than they actually can, which can lead to drowning even in shallow bodies of water. Now, granted, in Lane's case, he clearly had a damn fine reason to attempt such a risky trick, but in real life, maybe give it a pass. Number seven, Lord Farquaad pitches a tent, Shrek. So Shrek is jam-packed with Easter eggs and references that are made for adults, not least the villain Lord Farquaad, whose real name is literally Lord Farquaad. Though there is actually one that you might ultimately wish you could unsee. Because when the magic mirror shows Princess Fiona to Farquaad, he lovingly says, Ah, perfect. And if you pay attention to his blanket, it um it appears to move on its own. It seems that he's getting a little bit too excited after seeing the picture of Fiona, backed up by him both coyly lifting the blanket up afterwards and the disgusted look on the magic mirror's face after Farquaad asked to see what Fiona looks like. Considering that there's no physical reason for the blanket to move independently. This means that there is no doubt that this was an adult joke slyly sneaked into a film that was primarily aimed at children, and totally subtle enough to go completely over their heads. Number six, Robert De Niro held several thousand dollars of the prop master's own money. Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas is a movie of such impressive, meticulous control that it's tough to accept that any single variable was still being tinkered with right up to shooting. But while filming Jimmy Conway's introductory scene where he throws a giant wad of cash down on the craps table and hands some to young Henry Hill, De Niro hated the feel of fake prop money. And so the movie's prop master, Robert Griffin, decided to just withdraw several thousand dollars of his own money from the bank in order to keep the star happy. It's apples and oranges to anyone watching the movie, but it mattered to De Niro, and you can't argue with the end result of this sublime performance. Unsurprisingly, Griffin was pretty nervous about using so much of his own cash. He had this to say, The scene in the casino where De Niro is throwing 50s and $20 bills around, and as soon as they cut, we were trying to get them all back. It was like everybody freeze. Number five, the scarecrow carries a gun when hunting the Wicked Witch, the Wizard of Oz. As much as we're all insanely familiar with the Wizard of Oz, a little scene detail recently went viral, highlighting that the scarecrow can be briefly seen brandishing a gun as he, Dorothy and company head off to battle the Wicked Witch of the West. The gun is never addressed within the plot or by any of the characters, and despite being a frickin' gun, it still somehow manages to blend enough into the fabric of the scene that literally millions of people had never even noticed it. When the revelation went viral, many assumed the images of the gun were photoshopped, the so-called mandala effect convincing them that their memories of a gunless scarecrow couldn't be wrong. Apparently, the gun's appearance would have been explained by the film's cut jitterbug sequence in which the heroes were able to take up arms against the titular critter. Though the gun 
was easily missed on lower fidelity displays and releases of the movie in years past, now that it's available in 4K Blu-ray, we really don't have any excuse for not seeing it. Number 4. The Nazis are wearing real World War II uniforms. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Now, generally speaking, when a movie calls for its characters to wear period clothing, it'll fall to the film's costume designer to create some convincing mock-ups or source some replicas from a retailer. But in the case of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, the costume department managed to get hold of actual, legitimate World War II Nazi uniforms, which are featured prominently in the film's memorable Berlin book-burning sequence. Costume designer Anthony Powell's co-designer, Joanna Johnston, was air quotes lucky enough to find a cachet of the uniforms in Eastern Europe, after Powell gave her photos and drawings as references. As bizarre an experience as this must have been for the movie's extras, Spielberg hoped to offset the eeriness slightly when they were required to perform the Sig Heil salutes by instructing them to put their other arm behind their backs and cross their fingers. Number 3. The end credits include a quality assurance guarantee for one major reason, Ratatouille. In the unlikely event that you stick around for the entire end credits role of Ratatouille, you'll be greeted by a pretty unexpected sight, a quality assurance guarantee, which promises that no motion capture or any other performance shortcuts were used in the production of this film. Now, it's been commonly stated that this was a clapback at the fact that Pixar's previous film, Cars, lost the best animated film on Oscar to Happy Feet, which produced a large volume of its animation through motion capture. But last year, Ratatouille director Brad Bird claimed this guarantee wasn't included because of the Academy Awards situation, but simply an attempt to highlight the fact that Ratatouille was frame-by-frame animated during a time where mocap was becoming increasingly prevalent. Either way, it's a fascinating, if rather unnecessary, detail about one of Pixar's most gorgeously animated movies. Number 2. Corbin's Match is a Sneaky Chekhov's Gun The Fifth Element Luc Besson's The Fifth Element is one of the most distinctive and unforgettable sci-fi movies of the last 25 years. It is actually one of my favourite films, and say it with me, kids, of all time! I absolutely love this film. Anyway, let's carry on. One of the smarter flourishes that it involves is its use of the Chekhov's gun narrative device, whereby everything featured in a story has a distinctive narrative function and nothing is shown to the audience for no reason. In the case of The Fifth Element, this would be protagonist Corbin Dallas's matches. Near the start of the movie, we see Corbin, who is trying to quit smoking, searching for a match and eventually discovering a matchbox with two remaining matches. Corbin uses one to light his cig and puts the other away in his pocket, where it's completely forgotten about until the very end of the film, almost two hours later. At the climax, Corbin and Ruby are desperately trying to figure out how to light the Firestone, when Corbin remembers, you guessed it, that he has one remaining match in his pocket, and just like that, he lights the Firestone, while everybody obviously holds their breath and successfully saves Earth from its impending destruction. While Corbin could have just pulled a box of matches from his pocket without any prior setup, it's infinitely more satisfying to the audience that this was subtly teed up way in advance, again proving why the principle of Chekhov's gun is so effective when employed in a smart manner. And number one, Ryan Reynolds makes a social media video within the movie he's in, Six Underground. 
Ryan Reynolds sure as hell knows how to market a movie, and in the case of his 2019 Michael Bay-directed blockbuster 6 Underground, he even appeared in the movie while also promoting it. Some 15 months before the tentpole film was released on Netflix, Reynolds posted a short video from the movie set, jokingly talking about the stillness of Bay's set before an epic car crash takes place behind him. Hilariously though, Reynolds is clearly stood a sensibly safe distance from the carnage, but he's still visible in the final version of the film when the crash takes place. You'll need to slam the pause button and maybe squint a bit, but he can definitely be seen standing at the exact same place at the precise moment the impact occurs, so it's definitely him. And just like that, Reynolds must surely be the first actor in history to act in and promote a movie simultaneously. God, the talents this guy has, right? ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gays wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com